Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Good morning, everybody. It is May 19th, 2023, and I am here live with, oh, I forgot to ask you before the show starts. How do you pronounce your last name, Donna? Golard. Oh, well, then I was going to be right on track. I was afraid it was something different. Um, My name (laughs) is Brotherton, and you'd be surprised. I think it's pretty simple to pronounce. It looks like brother with a ton on the end. And that's how it's pronounced. But a lot of people mispronounce that. So I was afraid with your name being spelled with an A and a U that it might be pronounced more Spanish or French. But uh, I think Gallard is a French name, isn't it? It is, yeah. I think G-A-U in French is pronounced G-O. Of course, I'm not uh-huh. French, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. You married into the name. Yeah, that's right. I went from a simple last name of Warner to a, one that I now spell instead of pronounce because people get all confused. Oh, I know, I know. I have to print. I have to spell my husband's name. His name is Curtis, and uh-huh. usually the way I say it is Curtis, but a lot of people hear Chris the end, and so they they just think his name is Chris, and. If, I, or, or else I'm rushing the name together. I don't know. Um, but I think it's so cool when you, that you mentioned your maiden name because your brother Jim Warner and I have actually finally met last uh, January. But he and I have known each other for several years because he was writing for Be Unique, which is the charity that I help found and help manage. And... Um, Jim is how you and I have met, even though we've only met through email and now the phone. Next, we'll be in person so we can actually hug because I'm a big hugger. Um, But (laughs) Jim gave you a copy of my book, Go With Angels, and that started a common theme. I love it. And you actually signed it, and you didn't even know me. You said your brother is is one of my favorite people. May you always go with angels, Mary. And this was December 6th of 2022, and you did a beautiful little heart angel. And I was That's so my angel heart is what I that. call it. Oh, yes. I'm so glad. I, so I, I have a three-year-old. book in no time because it was just like right up my alley, and my brother knew that. So, of course, I had to reach out and thank you because, um, I don't know very many authors, and I certainly never get a signed <laughs> book. So I had to thank you. Um, and I then we so just happy started a dialogue. Mm-hmm. So did you have one particular story that kind of resonated with you more or you felt was more um, special? Well, I think the biggest thing for me was the reference that you made on uh, page 30 to Einstein because I've got this crazy thing going on. Um, you know, I, I always am open to any signs I have coming into my life. And I've had 90 references about Albert Einstein since last August 20th. And I've gotten to a point where I'm re- journaling it on my phone because I know I was getting them before August 20th, but then they just started coming crazy amounts. And when I saw your, your, you talked about Julie, your spirit guide. Yeah. And then you 
referenced Albert Einstein, and I'm like, what is happening? So, again, this particular reference went into my journal and is one of the 90 I've had. It's not even been a year. And I'm like, what is the universe trying to tell me? Why do I keep seeing Albert Einstein? And so I just reached out to you to thank you for the book and and to let you know that um, we have that commonality. And I don't know, like, I'm hoping you can help me figure it out as well, but my brother thinks he figured it out for me. What does he think? He thinks, so he was listening to um, an Eckhart Tolle um, podcast, and uh-huh. he's like, you've got to listen to this podcast. So I downloaded it. And when I downloaded it, I realized that it was recorded on my birthday. So that was a little connection. And he talked uh-huh. about Einstein being, um, Einstein wanting to be a spiritual uh, teacher if he wasn't a scientist. And I'm like, hmm. So Jim says that's what I'm supposed to be. Well, you know and I know, and anybody who's read Be Unique recently or in the last couple of years knows that Jim is a big believer in serendipity. Oh, my gosh, yes. His yeah, whole I mean, company has been founded on that, Moxie Box Art. And, and Moxie Box Art has been so good to Be Unique and – you know, they're they're just amazing. Jim and Amanda and everybody there just blows my mind. But it, something else that I'm thinking, in addition, I wanted to ask you, because, you know, we talked about your spiritual teaching about a month ago maybe. Have you mm-hmm. made any progress on that since we talked? Well, I'm constantly reading books and listening to to podcasts that are going to kind of develop me before I do anything else with it. Um, You know, I'm still working full time. So it is a challenge. So I'm trying to fit it in on weekends, you know. Um, And I'm just absorbing as much information as I can right now. I think I'm just a student at this point. And reading books like yours, very helpful. Well, yeah. And I'm getting ready to create another book that's going to, because my first book, Go With Angels, is short stories for anybody who's listening and hasn't read the book. They're short stories about absolutely, positively true encounters in my my perspective. A lot of them are near-death experiences, but some are, are just encounters of um either angels or departed loved ones, or I call them others. They're people that I don't necessarily know from, you know, not my mother, not my grandmother, not my great aunt Susie or whatever, Uh, just people from the other side. And um, these stories impacted me. And, And I wrote, it has taken me 40 years to get from the first story when I realized, oh, my gosh, that's an angel interceding on my behalf or my child's behalf to actually publishing the book. My second book um, came, I was inspired, absolutely no, no question about it, to write a children's book about angels. Um, two weeks after I started selling my, my first book, a niece contacted me and she said, I need a second book because my, great, my granddaughter keeps taking my book. So I said, well, I'll go write this children's book. That'll be easy. Well, it wasn't as easy as I thought. <clears throat> so I sat down one day and I said, I, God, I think I actually called him dude because I call him dude sometimes. Um, I also call him Gus, God, universe, spirit, source. But I, I sat down and I said, hey, look, you told me to write this book about angels for children, but I'm not finding the words. Why would you do that to me? Clear as day, I heard, paint the pictures and the words will come. And I thought, okay, but um, I'm not a painter. And he said, yeah, Michelangelo said that to me once too. 
And I thought, oh, how my. unfair. How can, you, how can you put me in that kind of, of category? And the answer came back just as clear as day again, if you could only see you through my eyes. So I started painting. I, I happened to have canvases and paints because I love to paint abstracts. I, I love to um, just put color on canvas. And so I had those. But, I mean, what I do is they're just designed and, and maybe geometry sometimes, but it's not, I, I guess, Pollock is considered art or Pollock, Jackson Pollock, his work is considered art. But I, I know that um, Picasso was not considered an artist until much later. But I'm thinking, okay, if they could be artists and, and God put me in the category of Michelangelo, I can do some stick angels. So I was doing these cute little pictures. I did it. I worked on it from the 1st of November until Christmas Day when my son called me. And we were talking, and I was showing him through text some pictures on my phone of, uh, you know, these pictures that I had done. And he said, Mom, those are cute, but, and, you know, kids can be the biggest critics. I said, uh, but, he said, I just wondered if you've ever thought about using AI to do your illustrations. And I said, no. Why would I? How would I? I, I wouldn't even know what to, where to begin. So he steered me in the right direction, and I started using this program called MidJourney. With my imagination and the gift of the words that God gave me, I created these amazing pictures of angels. Mostly they were, you know, geared for children. And four months later, I had the book in my hand. The first book wow. took 40 years. The second one took four months. And I've already sold more than, I think, about 150 of Go With Angels, and I've sold about 63 of my angel book. That's what I call it is my angel book, because I figured children will grab their grandma or their mother by the hand and say, read my angel book. And yeah. so that was, that was what I, I did. And then right. I had um, maybe, I think I was waiting for the angel book to come back from the printer. And I had this inspiration. Um, it was kind of planted in my head by a guy who had interviewed me on our, on his podcast. Um, he asked me if there was space in Go With Angels for people to write in. And I said, uh, yeah, they could write in the margins. And he said, well, I was just thinking the stories would maybe prompt people to write their own ideas uh, or memories of when they had been touched by angels. I said, no, but... Now that you say that, I've got an idea for what to do. So my third book about angels is going to be like a guided meditation or um, a journal for, for whether it's going to be kind of like um, I'm going to talk about specific archangels in this book, and there are so many. And like I told you earlier, next week I'm having a man who um, – was raised in the Jewish faith. I was raised in the Catholic faith. And I met him through Be Unique's Metafest last month. And I found out that he is he works with angels now. Come on my show. So we're going to talk about the differences because there are some angels that the Jewish people do not know about that you would think everybody knows about. I mean, we, we, uh, we share similar angels like Gabrielle or Gabriel, if you want to call him Gabriel, um, and Michael. Those almost everybody in the world knows about. But there are some angels that the Jewish people know more about than we as uh, Christians do. And then there are angels that are um, unique to the Islamic faith. So hmm. I'm, I'm learning about all this, and I'm writing down the various things that I'm learning and it's going to be a little longer because I'm researching to make sure that the information I'm putting out there is accurate. And someone asked me yesterday, well, who comes up with this stuff? 
how do you know? And I said, well, first of all, for me, it's a, a gut instinct. I know if it's real or not. But also, if you look on 10 different websites and they all give the angel Jophiel the same attributes and tell you that Jophiel, is, her nickname is Beauty of God, and that she is surrounded by a yellow light. If, if you've got 10 or 15 pages that all say the same thing, then you know that it, there's some basis for this. So the woman who asked me yesterday, I said, but where did, who first determined that she was surrounded in yellow light? Or who knows that, you know, she works with, with writers? Who's the one to tell you this? Who, who began this? And so then I went to an angel that I think most of us are very familiar with, the angel Gabriel, who announced Mm -hmm. to the Virgin Mary that she was a 14-year-old girl who had never had sex in her life, that she was pregnant, and that the child was going to be the Messiah. And this is in... Scripture. Now, the Jewish people do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. They believe the Messiah is still to come. But they know that Gabrielle came to this young Jewish woman and spoke to her about her pregnancy. So that is in two different ancient texts, scriptures. So that's how we get these Starting and, and um, artists way back, thousands of years ago, were drawing these angels with certain attributes. You know, certain angels, I can't remember the name right now, I think Raziel is one, appears with a, um, a wand, but sometimes this wand is uh, like lilies, like uh, maybe like the Easter lilies, they're on, they're on long stems, but... Mm-hmm. The angel has taken them and braided those stems together to make it into a wand with flowers on them. Almost every angel is associated with a flower, a color, a number. And so I told her, I said, well, it's kind of tradition, I guess you'd say. It's just been handed down from from family to family that this angel has this attribute. And that's what I'm writing about. My next book is, well, my next book is actually another children's book that I'm illustrating for someone else. But my next angel book that I'm writing will be um, all about these archangels. and, And some of them will have some of my true experiences interspersed in there. But it's mostly teach people about these angels, but also give them space to write. Um, like I'll have questions depending on the particular angel, like angel um, Michael is considered the arch- the patron saint of police officers or um, he's a protector. Uh, there are certain angels that protect children and uh, they work with so many, because these angels are doing their own missions. So, that's what I'm working on is getting the next book out there with places for people because I'll ask, have you ever wanted to reach out to your angel or do you know your angel's names? And that's what I'm going to ask you, Donna. I, I've been rattling on too much. Do you know your angel's <laughs> names? I need to find out um, his name. I think it's a male. Um, so I'll tell you my story. I've had yes. this accident angel who follows me through my life. I just assume he's a male. I don't know why. I just have that feeling. Um, no, you know the difference. Fir- you will know the my difference. Fir- okay. Well, my um, first encounter was at 17 with my first of 10 car accidents that I've had. Wow. Um, and then these, you know, these car accidents have continued up until I was, 58 was my last one. And three times my car was totaled. And for your listeners who may not know that term, a totaled car um, means that the damages exceed the value of the car. And my last accident, my car was 
um, totaled, and it was new. I think I only had about 19,000 miles on it. And to have a, a new car totaled, you can imagine the damage. Um, so one of my accidents took place in Springfield, Mass., many, many years ago. I was driving a Chevelle. A lot of people don't even know what a Chevelle looks like, but kind of a very old car. Um, yeah. I was, re- I was on the highway. You know, we were going very fast, and um, I was rear-ended, and it was a mess on the highway because it was, it was fairly late at night. It was probably like 10 o'clock at night. There wasn't that many cars on the road, but when you see a car um, on, a, on a highway, everybody that's around kind of stops because it's just chaos, right? And um, somebody was definitely injured, and luckily there was a nurse in the car behind us that came out and kind of helped that person out. And this was way before cell phones. So um, we had to, you know, wait until the police arrived and whatnot. But the, the reason why I'm mentioning all of this is because I've never had a broken bone and car accident. No scars. Oh, no my gosh. I mean, how can I be physically whole without an accident, Angel? Um, and the crazy thing is, it's not just cars. Um, I had a incident in my laundry room a couple of years ago. I I decided randomly to do some chalk painting on a small table. It was an old fashioned you know, varnish, and I just wanted it to be a blue. So Uh I decide to get up on my very high counter at the end to get around the side of the table, and somehow I misstepped. And I, I fell, and I have a tile floor. So I'm falling from this high counter onto the tile floor. And the craziest thing is that I felt weightless, I was in slow motion during the fall. It was like I was gently placed on the floor. Yes. And I landed in the fetal position, and I just laid there for a few minutes, and then I called my husband. And I'm trying to explain to him that I just fell off of, I don't know, three feet or whatever high, and, and landed on this and he's like well don't get up yet you could have you know a bad injury so I just laid there for a couple of minutes and then he helped me up and I couldn't believe it I was standing walking moving nothing I didn't even have a bruise nothing and the whole side of my body impacted onto the tile you would think I would have had some kind of bumper bruise I had nothing. So I so totally, I to say, totally believe I, that. When you said you were yes. like floating in slow motion, yes, that is so, so much like them. And let me ask you, do you meditate? Well, I've tried. <laughs> I really <laughs> do try. I'm I'm one of those people that I'm a fast talker, eater, walker. Everything I do is oh, fast, I so it's hard for me to slow down. But I do do yoga, and I really love yoga. So that's kind of my meditation. Um, I'll tell you how I first found my angels. And it, it, it all boils down to you must be open and you don't necessarily have to have a, an empty mind, but it does help. It, it, it's a little – my older sister had a, has always had a hard time connecting with her angels personally. She knows they're there, but she just – because she's always busy thinking about the next big thing. But my – I had a real bad experience one time with someone that I felt had betrayed me. And I was a wreck. I, and the way I handle 
when I get angry or hurt is I go for a long walk or a long bike ride. And so I rode for about eight miles. This was many, many years ago when I was much younger and much more fit. But I went for about eight miles, came back all hot and sweaty, went and took a shower and tried to get dressed. And I was so angry still that I just threw on some clothes and then I started ripping out my closet, started clearing out my closet. I just had to unclutter. So my child, who my youngest child, who was 14 at the time, came in to check on me because he knew I was upset. And he said, Mom, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'll, I'll be fine. So I had told him what happened and why I was so upset over it. And he gave me his little teenage wisdom. And then he pointed to, to the closet. Everything was out of the closet except this one little box. It was probably about two inches square. And it was wrapped in a green, you know, green uh, gift wrap and a little bow on it. And he said, what's in the box, Mom? I said, oh, it's a, it's a little angel. And he said, oh, seems like you need an angel right now. Why don't you open it? I said, oh, no, no. That's the box. That's the angel I bought for Granny for her birthday. But remember, we gave her something different for her birthday. So I just left that in case I needed it one day. And he said, I think you need it now. And I said, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, somebody's going to get married or somebody's going to have a baby or somebody's going to be sick and I want to give them something and I'm not going to have the money for it. So I'll give them this angel. And he said, Mom, I think you need it. So I started opening it and I knew exactly what it looked like. It's one of those little cherubs, um, mm-hmm. the Kirsten cherubs with the little feathers around the hair. And I knew it was sitting in like the lotus position with a little round Buddha belly. And I knew exactly what it looked like. But I started opening the box. And as I did, I, I sat down in my closet. I just slid down the wall. And I remember thinking to myself, little angel, what is your name? And I heard, I'm Alexander. And I'm like, whoa, that was weird. And, and Matt said, Mom, what's happening? Because I was, I guess, looking around or whatever. And I said, no, you can't be Alexander. All this is happening in my head very fast. You know how this goes. Within seconds, you can have a year's worth of conversation. And I said, no, you're not Alexander. And another voice, a deeper voice, said, no, I'm Jonathan. And I'm like, whoa, What? And then I heard this very masculine but yet youthful, kind of like it could have been a boy or it could have been a man or it could have been a girl. He said, I'm Michael. And he laughed. And this was not Michael the archangel. I knew that instantly. And Matt said, Mama, what is going on with you? And he never calls me Mama unless it's important. I said, Matt, I think I just met my angels. He said, oh, you better go write that down because you don't want to forget it. And so I started writing this poem, and I was about halfway finished. And then all of a sudden I heard this, I don't know how to explain it, but just a lovely voice. But hey, what about me? I'm Harriet. And I could sense Scarlett O'Hara coming down the spiral staircase in Gone with the Wind. Crillins are wrestling and just her, her little giggly voice and uh, fiddle-dee-dee kind of attitude. But mm-hmm. Harriet is not a fiddle-dee-dee kind of angel. She's been with me since before I was ever born. And the other angels have been with me for various things. So it's very appropriate that you say you have an accident angel. I've met, mm-hmm. I've met an angel named Andre right before a hurricane because uh, we had done all of our work to prepare for the hurricane and we went outside to check the grounds before we locked ourselves in the house. And I remember looking up, I had a car in the garage, I mean, in the, in the driveway. My husband's cars were in the garage, but mine was in the driveway. And I said, oh, gee, I hope my car is going to be okay. And I looked up and then I, I thought, I hope the roof is going to be okay. Because this was supposed to be a bad hurricane. 
back in 2004. Mm-hmm. We had four of them back to back. And I saw this big black man dressed in blue and white robes, but he he felt like he had a contemporary haircut, but he, he just was like jovial. I use the only word I can think of. And he said, hey, I'm Andre. Thanks for looking up here. And I'm like, whoa, Curtis, I just saw an angel. And he said, thanks for noticing. Let me introduce you to the others. And this, I'll never forget. It was so strange. James, Jamie, Jim, and Jimmy. So the angels, a lot of different angels have the same names. And a lot of people, I think we share angels sometimes. I know two women who use the same angel, Andrew, or they think it's the same angel. And I have no reason to doubt that because they can be everywhere at once. Energy of an angel is just like the electricity around us. Just because I'm using electricity in my house right now, I bet you're using electricity too, aren't you? Right. Yep. So I, you know, I don't know how it's divided up. I don't know if, you know, the the energy, the, the electricity that comes to my uh, meter is is earmarked for me or if it could go to you also. I don't know how that works. I, I don't know how the angels work their energy either. I just know what I believe and what I I feel intensely. Um. But it is hard to connect with them sometimes if you just can't slow down your brain. But they've told me that it's not that important that we know their name. And it's not that important that we um, know which angel is for which part of our life. What is important is that we just know they are there. Oh, I know he's there. And I'm okay, but I don't know his name. Um, And I don't want to be in another accident, so I'm okay if he's never part of my life ever again. (laughs) I think I (laughs) I did my time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with it. You probably have way more than one angel around you. If you do want to know any of their names, you can go to sleep with that in your mind and just say, would you reveal your name to me? I wouldn't be surprised if you wake up the next morning with a dozen names in your head. Mm-hmm. And I'll now I, I want to ask you, are are you artistic? Uh, not particularly, no. Um, okay. I've been doing some of the moxie box art, um, but you know that's that's geared towards students. So, um, you know, basically up through high school. So, I'm doing those, but no, I, I don't. I'm not going to ever sit down and just draw something. That's not my thing. I always thought that I was not an artist too, but I'm going to tell you, sometimes it'll surprise you what you can do and what you're capable of doing. Um, I, I, I just can't. I, I mean, when I created my first illustrated book, I was really excited because I was doing it myself. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing it. Now I'm working with someone else on her book. And we finally got her cover ready last night. And now we're going to start on the inside. And she told me after we finished with the cover, she said, I trust you with the pictures. Up up until we uh, arrived at the cover, she was not too sure she was going to trust me. And that's a hard thing because you're giving all of your words over to somebody else for their interpretation. And you know, using artificial intelligence is a whole nother kind of story. Did you do your cover on Go With Angel? That, yes and no. I um, this I have a figurine. I think there's a story in the book and one of the first stories about the cover. 
um, my son was 16 driving and, you know, like every mom in the world, he'd get in the car and I'd say, be careful. And after, I don't know, maybe a week or two of this, he just stopped. He came out and he stood next to me. He said, mom, why would you tell me to be careful? I said, because I don't want you to get hurt. He said, you think I'm going to go out and deliberately get in an, into an accident? I said, no, I, I, I don't think you're going to be careless. He said, then don't tell me to be careful. That's like attracting carelessness. I didn't even know he knew about the law of attraction back then. And so, like so many other mothers, I did a real quick prayer, like, oh, God, what do I say? How do I respond to this? And I think that that comes the minute our kids are born. What am I supposed to do? And mm-hmm. I, 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 without even thinking about it, I said, go with God and drive with angels. And he said, okay. And I know there's a story in the book about the, the handprint, an angel's handprint, where my younger son was lifted from an auto accident and, and saved and after that, they all knew what I meant when I said go with God and drive with angels. Um, but when Richard became a sailor, he graduated from high school, and 10 days later he was in the Navy. He was ready to get out of town. Um, he made a career out of the Navy. But after he became a sailor, I started saying go with God and sail with angels. And that was always every communication, whether it was email, phone call, a care package, a letter I wrote him. It didn't matter. I would always end my communication with him, go with God and drive with angels or go with God and sail with angels. Well, he found, I don't know where, I have no idea where he found it, uh, a store somewhere, a figurine of an angel that was, coming out of a wave and her hand was on the shoulder of a sailor standing at a ship and Richard had not long before been out to sea during a hurricane and he thought it was a lot of fun until it wasn't Um, but he found this statue and he gave it to me and he said you've always asked God to put angels around me and you've protected me And I guess he'd been in the Navy maybe five years at that point. And so that was always very special to me. And I knew, as soon as I saw it, I knew at some point I was going to write a book about angels. I'd already started writing when they were small children about their near-death experiences. But I knew when I saw that, that the go with angels had to be a part of the, the book title. So... I was taking pictures of this figurine to send to my friend. Jen- you know Jennifer. I think you've met her, right? From I do, Unique. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Jennifer is a very gifted artist. And she had said, when you write your first book, I want to help you with the cover. I took this picture and I sent her a couple of them. And she said, oh, Mary, we're going to have to do better than this. This is, this is not good enough. So I told Curtis, my husband, he said, well, let's go to the beach and bring your statue. And I said, okay. So I took my camera and I took my the little figurine and we took a um, a stool, like a step stool. And he held, if we put the, the statue on the step stool and he held it up high. So there were no... Um, no obstructions. There was no, no power lines, no houses, no trees. There was nothing that could get in the way of this photo. So there was just this statue of an angel and a sailor and the sky. And I sent it to Jennifer. I sent her different angles. You know, I took, he held that little step stool up over his head. I don't know, for maybe 20 or 30 minutes. Every now and then he put it down, but mostly he just held it. And I walked around. And I took pictures, and I just took pictures from every single angle I could think of. And so I sent them to Jennifer, and she turned it into the cover. She picked the one that she thought best represented it, and 
Um, she designed that cover with that beautiful artistic swirl to it. <clears throat> yeah, very nice. But I, I did design the children's book. Um, that one I did myself. But me and this robot, I call him Al. Because <laughs> if you look at AI together, it looks like the letters for Al. So I call him <laughs> Albert. There, there's your Albert oh. relate, uh, reference again. Maybe I know. Albert is one of your angels. Wouldn't that be funny? Maybe Albert Einstein is one of my spiritual guys. He could, he could very well be. Yeah. I would not be a bit surprised if he wanted to teach spirituality but became a scientist instead. Mm-hmm. He could be working with you right now to teach you so many things. And, you know, I find a, what the, the, the man that I'm interviewing next week, I, I say interviewing, the man that I'm talking with next week on the show that's of the Jewish faith, he is a, um, he's a doctorate of philosophy in chemistry, I think. He's a chemistry teacher in a college. But he's mm-hmm. also a Reiki teacher, and he tells oh. people, I can, I can heal you with my woo-woo, but then I can tell you the science behind how this works. I love that. And that may be where Albert Einstein is steering you, to learn mm-hmm. the science behind the spirituality. And mm-hmm. just like we were talking about the angel energy being everywhere and the electrical energy being everywhere, you know, there, there's, I don't know the science behind it. I just know the science exists. Right. Well, we have a lot of themes today. <laughs> Car accidents. Yeah. And Albert Einstein. <laughs> no, I yeah, do remember I don't the know. story of the, the accident, uh, and the, and your son and, and and the whole discussion about getting not getting in a car accident. I remember that, and um, I might have to say that every day now before I get in my car. Go with oh, angels. Yeah. Drive yeah. with angels. Let me let me go with angels or angels. Yeah. You know, a lot for a long time people have said um, God is my co-pilot, and you see license plate covers that say that. Um, mm-hmm. My son, before he gave me the little figurine of the sailor and the um, the, the angel, he had given me a visor clip that said, never drive faster than your guardian angel can fly. Wow. And my guardian angels can fly pretty fast. In fact, I was coming from Orlando to my home in Merritt Island, and uh, and this, I think, I'm pretty sure this is in the book. It's the the angel in the wheelbarrow story. The there was a truck that passed me very um, recklessly. He passed me on the right. I was I was in the process of passing another car, and he passed me on the right and yapped in between me and the car I was passing. And he was driving a big pickup truck. And the first thing I did was pray for him because I thought, okay, his wife must be having a baby or his father must be dying. Those were the two thoughts in my head. And he's hurrying. As he did his little fast turn, pull, you know, he he jerked his truck from the left lane to the right lane to the right left lane again. And when he was right in front of me, a wheelbarrow bounced out of his truck. And, as I, and, you know, like I said a minute ago, we can, we can have a year's worth of communication in 30 seconds or less. I, I immediately prayed for him because I knew he was going to the hospital. He had to be going that fast. And then I saw this wheelbarrow bounce out of the back of the truck before I could even form a prayer and ask for help. I saw this blue blur. I saw the Andre that had said he was protecting my car several, oh, probably 15 years before. All of a sudden, Andre was there, and he moved that wheelbarrow out of my way. If he had not, I would probably be dead or severely injured because that 
wheelbarrow was coming toward me with the handles first. And it, I think wow. it would have impaled me. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I, I have had those miracles happen in my life over and over and over. And I, all I can do is say thank you and be grateful mm-hmm. for them. And I, I'm glad that I know that it was Andre, but if it wasn't, you know, I could easily say my car angel or my accident angel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they just, people don't need to know that you're Donna on my show. They just need to know that you've had experiences like they've had. Exactly. And, you know, they might forget your name. And mm-hmm. they might forget my name, but they'll remember the stories that we've told. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, it is. And uh, we are definitely out of time. We're actually in overtime now. I promised you 45 minutes, but I told you, who knows how long we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was great chatting with you today. It was fun. I really loved hearing the story about the the falling in slow motion, but your your car accidents. You've never been hurt, never broken a bone. No, no. That's that's a rarity. Yeah, ten of them. Crazy. And the car did not do as well as me. (laughs) I like. I know one of one of my sons endured an accident. The highway patrolman said he probably should be dead. Yeah. And I think the patrolman was actually the angel who saved him from dying, because he was gone. He did not. You know, normally when there's an auto accident, uh, uh, the patrolman or policeman or whatever. This was a, a state trooper. They mm-hmm. stay until you're gone, because if you you right. see an accident on the road, every you know there may be glass on the highway, or there might be a piece of a uh, you know you might see a piece of a bumper on the side of the road. But you you come by an hour or two later, and there's a highway patrolman still there. There's no accident. There's no people there. But this guy left before we did. And it wasn't like he was young and didn't know what he was supposed to do. He was an older guy. But he he stayed until we got Matt calmed down, and he told me, he said, I believe an angel saved your son. Anybody else would have died in this accident. And we mm-hmm. were talking to my son, and once again, this was before cell phones. So we had to go somewhere. And I think that the patrolman did call for a tow truck on his radio. And it was like, okay, well, the tow truck's on its way. And he left. They they don't do that. They don't just leave. No, that's not normal. So I I believe he was, I don't remember his name. Well, I'm sure he had a name tag on, but I don't remember it. But mm-hmm. I I believe he was the angel that was there that day protecting my son. Right. I call that story salvation in a watermelon patch. <laughs> because he was on his way to work the watermelon patch that summer to to get some money to buy a better car and his car flipped him over and it flipped over. He was it, the car was on its roof facing the opposite direction he was going. Wow. So I I don't know how he survived. Thank goodness he did. Yeah. Well, Donna, this has been delightful, but I know you have things to do. You you have to go to work this morning, don't you? I do, yeah. Well, I need to let you go, and I will... I'd love to have you back if you want to talk more about some more angel accidents or non-accidents. And especially if you do find out the name of your angel, send me an email and let me know. I'll be back on the show. Great. Sounds like a plan. I'd 
I'd love to find out what your angels' names are. I, I have this, this sensation of you literally being surrounded by dozens of angels right now. That's a good thought to end on. It is, yeah. <laughs> so when you get ready to go to work today, I want you to go with God and drive with angels. I will say the same to you. Thank you. I'm not going anywhere today. I'm, I am planted firmly at home, but I'll be doing some more illustrations on um, my friend's book called The Cornfield Flyers of East Tennessee. Wow. An well, interesting, interesting little book to work on. Yeah. But I'll be calling on my angels for inspiration because, like I said, I am not a painter. And uh, when God said, yeah, that's what Michelangelo said. I'm like, oh, heavens to Betsy, I need help. <laughs> that's a high bar. It's a very high bar. But look at you and Albert Einstein. You're going to be working with Albert soon. I I believe that. He is going to be your spiritual guide. How cool is you that? Go. You put it out into the universe, so we'll see what happens. Oh, I, I I should go write that in my journal book. In my uh, I have a manifest book, and pretty much whatever I write in there comes true. Wow, it, it has a I don't know how it works, but it works. Well, I will keep you posted. Thank you. All right, you take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Go with Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go with Angels. Just reach out to Mary at BeUnique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.